What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieved stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with the Womack sisters over Zoom video. The Womack sisters are the granddaughters to the legendary Sam Cooke. Their parents were in Womack Womack. Their uncle is the singer-songwriter, R&B icon, Billy Womack. So obviously a very, very, very musical household. It's interesting. Every record, every Womack Womack record, their mother is pregnant with one of them on the cover. I think that's so awesome. They grew up on the road, lived all over the world. They're obviously able to kind of soak up so much musical knowledge and so much experience, whether that be, you know, roading for their parents, singing backups, helping their parents do harmonies while they're writing music. They've been immersed in the music industry their entire lives. They talk about forming the Womack sisters, dealing with a lot of loss from their father passing away to their uncle passing away. Um, Their father was their manager and then their uncle ended up taking over as their manager when their father passed away, but they were able to continue on and uh, they released a couple records. They have an EP coming out and they tell us all about it. You can watch the interview with the Womack sisters on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be awesome if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be amazing if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with the Womack sisters. Thank you for having us. Yes. This is definitely a beautiful thing, you know, the process, releasing our record. You know, we went through so many different uh, journeys to get to where we are now <laughs> as far as uh, releasing ourselves independently, you know, so... Yeah. Amazing. Well, I can't wait to hear it. Um, I, I'm just, I guess, first off, you're all sisters, like blood sisters, correct? Yeah. Same mother, same father. Yeah. <laughs> and who's the oldest through the youngest? Oldest? Middle? Middle. Youngest. Yes. Okay. And what's the age difference, if you don't mind me asking? Well, uh, two years apart. Three years apart. There's some more. Okay. There's seven of us. Yeah. So there's- oh, wow. Okay. So you're, it doesn't go oldest. Or is that just the order here? Oh, that's the order here. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's, there's, there's a boy in between each one of us. Ah, okay. <laughs> a girl that's under her, which is the youngest. Okay. Yeah. Five girls, two boys. Yeah. Wow. That's a big household. No, they really loved each other. They were the best, best of friends. That is amazing. Where did where'd you all grow up? What what part of? Uh, oh my you- god, where, where did we grow up? <laughs> <laughs> on the road with them, you know they 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 had a, a singing group themselves. Womack do Womack, Womack and Womack, mm-hmm. songwriters and producers for other artists, and they took us on the road with them, like everywhere. We, some of us were born on tour, and we really did. The majority of their shows with them, they they went through a little phase of trying to leave us home because they had a home. We had a home in Virginia mm-hmm. and home where they would tour. And that was probably their first album. But then my dad kind of felt, you know, that he was missing a lot of our upbringing. So he wanted to take us everywhere with him after that period. So pretty much every album 
we were, were somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> she was born in Nassau. Yeah. She was born in the Bahamas. I was born in LA, but shortly I was in London afterwards. I was born in and you know, our parents were moving New York and London and Amsterdam. So it was That's so cool. Consistent moving. Yeah. Wow. What was that like growing up on the road like that? Oh my God, it was, it was crazy. I mean, thank God there were so many of us because we were we each other's friends, you know? Yeah. But it would have been lonely other than that because yeah. we didn't get a chance to meet like other kids. You know, Home things school. like that. We moved like every year. Yeah. So. Having our built-in friends definitely made it. We yeah. were the best of friends just because of it, you know? Because our parents were like in another city like every other month or every other day. And depending on whatever my where, where the business was, I guess, we would move. We would move there. Yeah. Yeah, so we lived in Paris, we lived in Amsterdam, Amsterdam Switzerland, Germany, South France. We lived in Thailand for a little while. Our parents had great success in Europe, so they, yeah. they left the states pretty young, and we, we stayed with them in Europe and, and then Asia, because our dad just grew very fond of it through uh, a couple shows that they had out there. And, yeah. And we wanted to stay, so we ended up having two homes out there, which was one was in Phuket and one was in Bangkok. Yeah. And we, majority, I think, of our upbringing, probably 13 years. Yeah. Back and mm. forth. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. I love that your parents took you on the road with them. I think that's so awesome, like to, was, you know, kind of keep the family together and tour around the world, and everyone yeah. gets kind of, you yeah. know, soak up what what your uh what your family had worked for yeah it, it meant a lot to us because we would have we wouldn't have seen them you yeah. know the mother and together. father in a group together yeah, yeah. yeah. they toured a lot so. mm-hmm. i was staying with them they, they were helped. gypsies they loved it. they loved it you know it wasn't a job to them so sure they, they, we would have never seen them if they didn't take us with them so but or i mean yeah, definitely. I mean, and then your grandfather, obviously, uh, yes. massive legend, and even your what your uncle is also uh, a songwriter. Yeah. Our grandfather, Sam Cook, the legend. Yeah, the also. legendary Sam Cook. We have to add that piece. <laughs> yeah. And our uncle, Bobby Womack. We um, toured with him on his last album, and yeah. that was definitely a learning experience for us. Yeah. He taught us a lot. And I don't know if we got to say that our parents group name. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So let me show <laughs> Right. They, they dominated. We toured with him as well. They actually, yeah, we were their. Uh, that was our first experience. Backup singers. Backup singing and every job you can do on it. We opened for them once we had formed our group and kind yeah. of started rehearsing together as a group. Yeah. And that was definitely all of the teaching that went into us. Yeah. I'm I'm (laughs) curious to know if your other sister and your brothers are musical or not, or are they just not interested in it? We all are musical, you know, our dad was always, you know, throwing harmonies at us in the kitchen when we're cooking and stuff. And I think all of us have a love for music. And our brother actually has some music that he's going to be releasing. So he sings and raps and such good music, such an international sound. And I'm I'm really looking forward to him releasing his project. And our sister, she's recently become a mother. So that's her main focus in her life right now. Has always been a great songwriter and a great vocalist, and 
Yeah, she's definitely has that love for music as well. That's so cool. So cool. And with, I mean, obviously you just said you were like roading for your parents and singing backups. And Uh when did it all kind of like, were you able to watch them kind of, I mean, were you able to watch them write songs growing up? Like, tell me about the process of like what you were like seeing and how that then you utilize that now part of our like everyday like surrounding like our father was in the living room of where we were living and just kind of going over his ideas in front of us and he would probably even have us do some of the harmonies to kind of help him mold the song so we've seen it from the ground up as Mm -hmm. far as his process you know and and even when we're traveling you know our dad always kept his tape recorder he would he would jot down his ideas or use his tape recorder to sound something out. And, and we just seen it develop like bit by bit. And, and that's how we created our songs. You know, now it's a lot of it's experience. Yeah. And then you have those moments in your life where you might be out and you might be inspired by something you see. And, and that becomes a part of your song. So it's beautiful how it all unfolds. And mm-hmm. it's a similar process for us. Yeah. yeah. Watching sure. it. Look. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I, that's so fascinating to me. I think that's so awesome to be able to like be around that. Cause all I've, I've interviewed people that have, they come from if their family or member of their family was a musician or big musician at some point. And like, you'll either hear like, we loved it. We we're blah, you know, soaking up every second. And then they may have a sibling that's just like, not interest, not into it. Like whatsoever. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, some people do have those stories. And, you know, we have friends of ours that have families that have a similar background. And and some of them, you know, went in another direction as far as what they wanted to do. And that would be like a distraction if your parents said you're just surrounded with music all the time. Because Mm -hmm. unfortunately, yeah, for us, we actually actually (laughs) have that same passion for music. And so it wasn't a hindrance on us, you know. Sure. Yeah. It's amazing that y'all have that passion, right? I mean, if you didn't, then you wouldn't be in this group and (laughs) we wouldn't be talking, but. (laughs) Yeah. Even that, you know, because some people have to reach out and kind of put together a group to kind of fit their aura, but we all have the same love for music, the same era that we, we all kind of similar, have that similar love for music as far as the the sound yeah, yeah. in the sound in which we write and create you know yeah. and we were talking about that the other day you know admiring the 60s and the 50s sound and, yeah. and just that full-on big band you know that's what we really appreciate and it comes mm-hmm. out were you all writing independently uh and then kind of came together and decided to start this group like how did the group form like what was um, the consensus well, there actually gave us our group name when we were singing backup for them. And we started off as Egyptian Queen when we were opening. And that was early on when we first started opening for them in their shows. That was like early 2002. Mm-hmm. And so. And that, you guys were writing, you had like original material that you'd go out and perform before their set? Yeah, we actually were able to do our opening of their set, like we opened probably about five of their shows when we first became the group. And then the rest of the time we were singing back up. And then we started molding our sound even more so. And once we did, we moved to Los Angeles. And that's when we, we recorded like several other projects with different producers. And we molded and molded. And, and at that point we decided, okay, 
our name should really match our sound and our sound is this soulful, gritty, but new age, futuristic version of the best girl groups, you know? We kind of mashed it all up in the blender and came up with our sound and it's funky and, and, it's, and it's definitely powerful. And I want, um, I want us to portray that, you know, the great things about girl groups is that yeah. power and that sexiness and, and just the, the colorful aspects of being a woman, you know? Yeah. And that's what I'm using this place. Was, was it always a group? Like the three of you guys were always a group or did you have <laughs> aspirations to be solo artists at one point and this just made more sense? When we first came together, our dad had us as Egyptian queen. There was four <laughs> of the group at the time because he was kind of filling things out. Actually, no, there was three members of the group. You, the three of you? She, she I was, was, I was in the but group. But it was, uh, she was our the last addition, right? Yeah, I was. Oh. Our older sister, she was, was a baby. baby. Yeah. yeah, she was a baby when we actually started. But our other sister was in the group, the one that's a mother now. And so when we were we in moved the process, to Los Angeles. That was probably 2019. Yeah. She was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to fall back. She writing. got married. Yeah. She got and married. writing was her passion. So she, Kutcha was already groomed up into the group. So we ended <laughs> up being a third. If you, yeah. Being three again. But um, yeah, there was always. 2000, um, that was 2012. Yeah, I was always. No, no, it was 2009. Ronnie was always in the group. Yeah. And we thought our younger sister was going to groom up like. Kutcha did and want to be in the group. She's like, no, I'm oh, going to be a solo, solo artist. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. He's and then she, but then she got married and she's a mom. So she's just a songwriter now or a mom, yeah, first and she, foremost. She didn't have the, the appreciation yeah. for the, the traveling and, and, all and always being, you know, on the road and stuff. So she wanted to settle herself down and only respect her for that because being a mother and starting a family, that's a beautiful journey. And mm -hmm it so well you know yeah. so a time-consuming journey i have two kids of my own <laughs> and I, I get it yeah and it's a blessing too because it's hard you know our mother did it you know yeah she didn't stop one well, day you know and now i understand it was a real big deal when your partner and you do the same thing it's yeah. easy because our dad and mom had each other to travel with and to take care of the babies and stuff so yeah it's different when you have a partner who's like you know working a regular job or a job where they're confined to one city and so that's the, the thing with yeah, starting a family. Different. Yeah, it's different. And yeah. so respect her for that. And Absolutely. she's she's yeah. still a part of our creative process. She always comes to the studio and sees what yeah, you know helps us with our backgrounds and whatever we are having little moments with. So we still get that from her. And as far as the three of us, it was meant to be because we're so alike in, in certain ways as far as how we create and mm -hmm. You know, yeah, how, we, how we lay our songs, you know, it was meant for us to, to work together because I think all out of all the siblings, you know, we, we lock, like, we lock the most. Okay. <laughs> well, just yeah. to, I mean, I want to give your mom a lot of credit here because you, you said they both did the same job. So it was easier for them to be around, you know, and help the kids. But you have what, seven? There's seven of you or five of you? <laughs> I delivered us too. So. Yeah, he did. I mean, I have two kids, and I'm like, like I can't imagine having five more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, our mother did a television. They made it look show. easy. Two days after I was born, and revealed me there, and I'm like, how did you get the energy to get out of? Bed? Yeah, and she's just like, I'm gonna go. Yeah, she she I'm was, she was pregnant for each like album cover. 
And we're oh, gonna really? Album release. Yeah, like a new baby every album. That's nuts. So you could look at the record and be like, oh, uh, okay, so and so is in there. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's crazy, though. I do respect yeah. them both because, like, yeah, it takes a lot. It does. It's a it's lot on a woman's body. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Not only that, but then to have such a successful career and then being on the road all the time and then raising a handful oh, of kids. And it's just like, like that to me is, oh, wow. It's yeah. a lot. It, it takes a lot, but we see a lot more women doing it now. You know, sure. my mom was the only one at the time that I saw doing something like that. And then mm-hmm. carrying with them, like on television, yeah. on radio. Yeah. It didn't matter that we like, like stuck, stuck with them, even if it was like a problem with the, the organization. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. I love that. She just no. If you want us to be here and do this, my kids are coming. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> they changed a lot of the ways for them, you know, as far as the yeah. Everything. Yeah. That's so cool. So cool. And so you guys moved to LA. In what year do you start? Oh kind yeah. Of putting this together, or I guess you said there was uh, the the earlier version was. Did that start in LA? Moved to LA. No, you mean when did we start putting this together? Like really? Do- yeah, was that in LA when you had already lived there? I would say 2000. To be honest with you, 2014 because okay. it was a rocky time for us. Uh, our dad used to manage us, but he fell ill in 2012. Yeah, that I'm was sorry. a great. And um, and he passed in 2013. Mm-hmm. Our uncle kind of came and rescued us from this. What are we gonna do? Sure. Well, not wanting yeah. to do anything, you know. Yeah. It's that dark cloud that you, I'm sure anyone who's lost a parent gets in. Yeah, and you just don't really want. And I'm inspired, you know. You don't want to. You don't want to just move forward. You kind of want to sit still for a moment. Yeah, and just yeah. savor just living. Mm-hmm. And did that yeah. for a year, and then our uncle came and found us. Yeah, he reached out to us. He wanted us to go on tour with him. And so that's when we had flown back to LA because we were living in Georgia for yeah. a while. Yeah, our uncle Bob Miami was yeah. so uh so warm, just like he basically just like, you know, kind of put his arms around us and just yeah very much so supported us supported us at that time. It's like another father. Yeah, yeah. 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 And and we lived with him and traveled and uh, it was a great he was producing our album took over as manager for the group. Yeah. And it was really beautiful. And he, you know, fell ill eventually. And our yeah, project was going through a lot. We put that on hold again. Yeah. Cause it just was, uh, it was very painful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it hard? I mean, of course it was hard, but how did you, was it just the phone call from your uncle that kind of lit the fire under you again to want to continue to do this and perform? Yeah. It got yeah. us back into the musical mode because we, you know, after seeing our dad one moment, because he had flown out to see us, and, and yeah, he was he, he was with us, LA. you know, the same year that he passed. And when he passed, he was um, he was out of the country. He wasn't with us. So mm-hmm. it's one of those moments where you want to just you want to sit and enjoy the time you have with the people you love because you don't know where yeah. that last moment is, and yeah. it's so it's so it just shakes you up. It, it mm-hmm. changed the way you viewed your time. Yeah. When that happens. Especially when it, you don't, it's not expected, you know, because he was, mm-hmm. was in a good enough state to where we wouldn't have seen that crisis that soon. So. I thought there's a, is there a trash truck backing up? 
Uh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, it's an alarm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. The beauty of Zoom. Okay. Yeah, we have. So yeah, they're they're a little bit too excited. No, it's all good. I just heard the beep. I didn't know if I. Was... No, yeah. it's all good. We'll cut this out. No, no worries. <laughs> sorry. No, no need to be sorry. No need to be sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where were uh, we? That was, um, so uh, your uncle starts helping you guys. You're writing. You tour with him. And then he, he gets sick. Is that what you said? And where, yeah. what, what happens from there? Um, you know, it was almost like a, um, it was like a whole replay of, of what was happening. Emotions. Yeah, only yeah. it was more, it was, um, I don't want to say just more of a shock. It's just like, I, you can't believe it. That's that an angel came and swooped in and, and gave you the first fire in you. you know, and same, the fire, same damper of disappointment mm, and yeah. loss. And, and just that confusion as to what does this mean? Is this like a sign? You know, are we headed in the right direction? Yeah. But um, after, you know, a little time went by, we, we got back in the studio. Um, we worked on a song that actually was originally cut by um, the Woman Brothers. Yeah, the yeah. Woman Brothers, which is our, our father know? and our uncle's group. When they were coming up, they um, actually had a great success yes. under our grandfather's label, which was Star Records. And um, the Rolling Stones actually recut their song, Looking for Love, which That's was so crazy. Their biggest hit in the United States. And um, that was where we got our inspiration from as far as yeah. kicking off with our sound. Yeah. In our, yeah, we flipped the song, uh, which is entitled Darling. And uh, that inspired us so much. Their group. And yeah, it's also awesome to carry on the torch for them. Yeah, to carry on the torch for them. They didn't go as far as we thought they should. Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was a death in the family. And our our grandfather died. Right? Well, our uncle. That's, oh, you're talking about what stopped me. Yeah, it really tore up the brothers. Yeah. But before that, our grandfather was yeah, killed. And on, they were on his label. Yeah. And the same kind of distraught that we were going through. Yeah, that, kind of, that, that happened, happened to them. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of them, like our one of our uncles, decided to focus on his family, and their group dissolved, and different things happened. But yeah. for whatever reason, they followed their path, and it was such a it was a trigger for us to kind of look at that, like, okay, this is our calling to to carry the music, carry yeah. the torch, and for the Womack brothers, and and make that make that sound relevant in today's music, mm -hmm. and and we're proud to do that. Yeah, it's amazing. And you have what a couple records out now? Yes, yes, yes. When were those? When did you start writing those? Was this where does the pandemic fall? Because Darling came out in twenty seventeen, so that was a record, and then a few years passed by. Pandemic hits. You said you know obviously stuff happens within the family, and then when do you start working on Blocked? Well, Blocked. Oh yes, I'm sorry. The puppies are distracting me. Mommy, oh, <laughs> I'm so annoyed with them right now. They're just being the baddest. But, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she just made yeah. a noise by going over there. <laughs> okay. All anyway. good. 
Yes, Black Without a Latest Single uh, came out in, uh, that was like last year, November. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And the video and everything, we were so inspired to um, to put everything together. We went to, uh, we filmed it in Jackson Tree. Basically, what it's about is, uh, well, for me personally, it was. Anyway, for me personally, it's a romantic experience. Uh, that, Wild wolves. That, uh, that <laughs> became uh, disrespectful, you know, through, uh, you know, sometimes through dealing with people, especially if I'm in this new age we're in. Uh, we kind of take the devices and the phones and stuff we use for people for granted. Like, you know, you might start kind of like, you know, ghosting, or someone might ghost you or, you know, take a long time to reply to you, just certain little things to be disrespectful. And I think especially if that happens multiple times over and over again, at mm-hmm. that point, you know, like the movie being played with. So yeah, uh, yeah it's just about shutting that down. So those boundaries up. Yeah. That's what it's about. So, you know, it's it's not, of course, anyone can be black, though. Like a coworker, or yeah, you know, it could be a family member, yeah. you know. I think it's just about creating that boundary, you know, that you feel comfortable and you feel respectable. <laughs> and because people sometimes take advantage of the fact that you they know, can reach you when they, they want to, it. yeah. Technology definitely makes people a little bit too, you know, yeah, right? Isn't it bizarre? Like, if you think 15 years ago. That it, when you left work, like you wouldn't have to worry about somebody bothering you about oh. work for the next, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 hours. Now it's yeah. like any moment of any time somebody's like can reach out to you. And if you don't respond within yeah half hour, it's like, I know you have your phone. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's so crazy to think about that. Yeah. So this is only your free time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's yeah, with relationships. You just want to be considered, you know. You want to yeah. you know, that if you're courting somebody or you're with someone, you want to make sure that you're engaging in some form of conversation with exactly. them. You know, it shouldn't be like a, a six month period exactly. of time go by. And like, of course. Then you hit them up all of a sudden. You know, yeah. like, hey, where you been? Those are the type of people you might <laughs> yeah. find yourself blocking. You know, somebody who's just kind of looking at you as yeah. a pastor. <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah, there's no regular communication, you know. So sure. there's a lot of reasons to block something. I think this song definitely just gives you that self dignity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess she's saying, yeah, I'm in the frame. I'm not in the frame. I will, but she's sticking out. You are. You don't need my back in there. You're good. <laughs> So what do you what do you all been working on recently? I mean, Block you said came out last year, and then do you have more records coming out soon? Yes, yeah, we're on we on did EP. another music video. Um, we have the EP coming out. Um, mm-hmm. We're really doing the promo for that. We're trying to get a lot of shows because it's all about the tour and the shows that really connect with the people and make sure they're feeling the music and liking what we're doing. And, and that's the best thing for us to be doing right now. So yeah, we're trying to get with promoters and consistently be. Yeah. And working on the album. Yeah. yeah. You know, and we're always working on EPs. new music, you know, because you can never record enough. Yeah. We have yeah. EPs coming out, but the actual album, uh, we're still crafting. Mm. It's, we have a lot of music. done, but yeah. we have a lot of music. We're like, yeah, we're like, all just together. Right. We can either one to be cohesive. Yeah. Okay, I like that. 
I like that. And you said you're working on putting together live shows as well? Yeah. Yeah. We're working with the band. Yeah, we have our two guys that we actually, um, you know, we're so happy for them. They're great success going on right now, but they're touring. So we're putting together another group of people that we're going to be touring with. And um, we are performing though this in uh, in Oakland on April 7th. All female band. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. Yeah, this is the first time performing with them, so this is going to be exciting. And Yoshi's is definitely a a great spot. We've heard so much about it. It's been around for years, and it's an. Oh, you're you're playing Yoshi's in in Oakland. Okay, I know that spot. So uh, yeah, so looking forward to it. Awesome. It's going to be a jam session. You know, we just want to have that chill moment. You know and really connect with the audience and it's going to be a nice set. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. This is all part of the blessing. Of course. I do have one quick question. I want to know if I can get an answer from all of you individually, if that's cool. Uh, If you have any advice for aspiring artists. Okay. I'll go first. We'll go old Sunday. Yes. It looks like everyone has this funding behind them, right? Mm. But what it really takes to start any business, and that's exactly what this is, is for you to put your own skin in the game. You've got to fund yourself. Yeah. Make your own music videos, make your own album. If you can educate yourself on how to record and master it, then that's all better. But yeah. you're going to be doing a lot of this yourself. So don't think that you're alone. Everyone has. Yeah, to. there really is nobody that's going to believe in you like you're going to believe. Yes. Yeah. And then other people come in and they might assist you, but it will always be you. At the and it'll change you, if anything, because there's always an opinion with it, with that help. And that. Yeah. So person. stay at the, the forefront of your funding. Fund yourself. Yeah. 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 And stay consistent. You get where you need to go a lot faster. I put the fuel behind yourself. Okay, now I'm good. You guys are kind of colliding. She feels the same way I do, so her answer is probably going to be similar. But you want to no, say she's colliding. It's so obvious that you're all sisters. I love this. This is so good. <laughs> I feel like their answers are coming together. So yeah, so her, and her answer, she said it all. Well, then this is getting she said it all. She said it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was my opinion. I think personally, when you are an upcoming artist, even if you have no experience, I think if you can figure out one thing that works for you and just stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Consistency is key. I feel like oh figuring out something that's good, you're good at, and you do really well, and just get better and better. But stay consistent with you know your message to the people, and you know whatever your you know your your thing is. Yeah. Yeah.